The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Batches. I don't have to show you any stinking batches. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, now I've seen everything. I... Would you guys believe that Andrea Mitchell at MSNBS is trying to make the current North Korean crisis the fault of Donald Trump? I kid you not. I will play the soundbite. You will not believe your ears. Uh, I'll probably do that after the flip around. But welcome to the program, everybody. It's Chris Salcedo's show. And of course... We're focused like a laser on the real problem, which is North Korea, the real enemy to the United States, North Korea and progressive liberals. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three, ninety three, eight, 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 nine, zero, zero, three, three, nine, three. If I hadn't heard it with my own ears, folks, I, I wouldn't have believed it, that they would try to spin this situation. Probably one of the only true situations currently going on that doesn't have Trump fingerprints on it whatsoever and that's the north korea situation uh anyway got you the phone number already so how about some social media on twitter at chris salcedo tx at c-h-r-i-s-s-a-l-c-e-d-o-t-x as in texas and on the facebook page the chris salcedo show if you want to listen to the show live blaze.com slash radio blaze radio smartphone app and the iheart radio app soundcloud itunes and stitcher you, you go there if you want to do some on-demand listening, meaning you want to you want to binge listen to all of the the week's events, and you want to do it all on Saturday, I don't recommend it. But hey, whatever floats your boat. Because there's you, if you miss a day, you miss a lot. Don't forget theblaze.com, the channel section to find our presence there, the Chris Salcedo Show, and all of the talented folks here on the Blaze TV and Radio Network. And speaking of TV and radio. On this show today, we'll be joined by the one, the only, Dana Lash. And she'll be talking about her experience with a CNN contributor, an an alleged general, folks, who was triggered by her, quote-unquote, mean and hateful NRA ad. (laughs) Former general, I, I, I can't believe it. There's a lot of things I'm seeing that I can't believe. Let's get to the flip around, and, and Heather Nauert, formerly of Fox News, might be prominently featured here. Uh, she just gave it a, a briefing at the State Department where she had an engagement with Andrea Mitchell. This woman is no class and no shame. And I'll I'll get you that exchange, but let's see what's going on at her home network, MSNBS. But that satisfaction now has yeah. turned to anxiety. And that speaks to exactly what you have said, and that is the danger today, right now, uh, is uh, on Wednesday afternoon, is one of potential miscalculation. There are directions one can go on either side of a very, very fine line. Uh, Bill, thank you for your great coverage. I know it's the middle of the night for you. Bill Neely for us in uh, Seoul, South Korea. Let's quickly talk about North Korea's uh, nuclear case. Capabilities. North Korea is one of nine nations known to possess nuclear weapons. You can see them here. It's always worth noting, by the way, Iran's not one of them. A lot of people think it is. The U.S. and the... And- <laughs> not yet. Not yet, you idiot. Uh, they will. 
because the same deal that was cut by Democrat Bill Clinton in North Korea to prevent them from getting a nuclear weapon and now they're nuclear armed and ready to put it on top of a missile. That same deal was done by Barack Obama with Iran. Same damn thing. Just wait. Just wait. Let's get over to the leader of the basket of bias, CNN. He always does. The president, as he always does, shot from the lip. He was riffing. He was whatever impulsive thing that drives him, drove him at that moment. And so, yes, you had to see the entire administration play catch up. And in a matter as consequential as a potential nuclear exchange, you have to have probity and you have to have judgment and you have to have discipline. And Donald Trump has never displayed those at any point in his life or his career. Oh, and so God. everybody that's scrambling, and by the way, I've talked to some of my friends in the military today who, who, who are in this world, and the sense was, oh, dear God. It wasn't, hey, I, I this mean, is great, let's get on board with this great policy. I, it was, oh, dear God. That's Rick Wilson, Republican strategist. Ben Ferguson, uh, somebody I know, talk show host is about ready to interrupt. Fact, you have a leader that has the nuclear weapons that he can deliver. Policy. The, the policy of saying, if you continue to come after America or if you threaten America, we will defend yourself is a policy that I'm pretty sure almost every president in my lifetime has he, had. He didn't mean, but, it's but not he, a new policy. He, said fire and Rick, Rick, he didn't mean ahead. a sternly worded word. letter. So be kind and give him a hug and send him a gift. Is that what you want diplomacy to be for a guy with nuclear weapons? Hey, we love you. You really believe that's what I'm suggesting? (laughs) I mean, that's a foreign policy over the last nine years that has been a failure. So we have nuclear weapons that guy has now. So I would say it might be time to try something different. You are unbelievably irresponsible and ignorant of the Korean Peninsula. It's astounding. Okay. What an an a-hole. I'm sorry. What, what is that guy's name, Wilson, or a Republican strategist? Ignorant. We are ignorant of the, the, the Korean Peninsula. Oh, because we, we, you know, there was no way we'd have, we could have prevented a nuclear weapon. Really? really? Completely ignorant. Now, I know Ben Ferguson can defend himself. But for crying out loud, the president making his statement yesterday, this. North Korea, best not make any more threats to the United States, they will be met with fire and fury. I know I have talked to other people who are in government. Uh, We talked to Michael McCall. By the way, we ended up getting in touch with him yesterday, folks. After the show ended, he came on to the Houston show, and I'll play that interview, how it went. Michael McCall will say, isn't it great to see strength coming out of the White House for a change? That Republican strategist with a stick up his rear end needs to needs to uh, wake up a little bit. The the era of diplomacy and passivity uh, has not treated America very well. I'm so tired of listening to these navel gazers. You nobody elected you, and I don't think that the president. Now that we know that he's known about this capability to miniaturize nuclear weapons and put them on top of an ICBM since December that he was briefed on this and that Obama knew and chose to do nothing about it. Now that we know that, I think it's refreshing to see a president who says, you know what, you want to tangle? I'd think twice. Uh, let's get over to Fox. They've also had the butter, thanks to their um, their friends from China and Russia and elsewhere. That's the butter we've got to shut down so that there is a choice that the North Korean regime has to make. Do they really, can they survive if they have widespread deprivation of uh, economic assistance? 
I said this yesterday. The only way, and, and by the way, I was, this was all breaking as we were coming on the air yesterday. And as many of you do, we process breaking news as it comes in. So a lot of yesterday's show was on the fly and just drawing on information that we have acquired throughout, uh, throughout monitoring this devolving situation since the 1990s and the Clinton administration. But uh, I was proud, a little more of a spring in my step when I heard folks who I respect, like Ambassador John Bolton, for example, echoing some of the things that I had said. Uh, In particular, the months away from being a credible threat to deliver a, a nuclear payload to American soil. They're already, North Koreans, already threatening Guam, which is U.S. territory. But what I'm going to play for you guys next, I, I know you guys are probably just going to, I was scratching my head. Just when you think the biased press can't lower themselves anymore, they always surprise. Because these people who fancy themselves the smartest people in the room, but of course didn't didn't figure Donald Trump would win, told us that he never had a chance of winning. Uh, the smartest people in the room have been wrong at every turn, in particular about the smartest people in the room who gave us North Korean nukes and worked very hard to give Iran nukes. Those so-called smart people, the elite of feet, uh, they're wrong more often than not. And Americans identify with Trump, what Trump said. And they understood. Those who care to defend America. I'll let you hear this press conference. Man, I still can't get over that scene. Um, of course, it was CNN. And oh, by the way, did you hear the CNN anchor? Uh, siding with the uh, defeatist Republican strategist against Ben Ferguson. Did you? Oh, come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. Come on, Ben. It's what it sounds like he wants to do. Oh, the president shouldn't be saying such. What? The, what? The, and this is the narrative. Donald Trump. Donald Trump is going to start a war. Donald Trump is starting it. Not the fact that because of Bill Clinton's failure, Let's be fair, George Bush's failure and Barack Obama's failure. Now we have a nuclear armed North Korea and we have to act. But it's going to be America that starts the war. According to Andrea Mitchell and all these people who are talking out of their rear ends. Under no circumstances, ladies and gentlemen, should North Korea be allowed to have a nuclear weapon. None. And the United States not only should, but will make all moves necessary to make sure that a nuclear weapon is never launched at us from North Korea. The surest way to do that is to take it out before it launches. And that's where we are. I'll be right back. Keep up with the Chris Salcedo Show on Facebook and on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX. Just another way to stay in touch with Chris on the Blaze Radio Network.
is the Chris Salcedo Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. All right, welcome back, everybody. I'm, look, look, I'm, forgive me, I am looking right now for the name of this guy uh, who was on CNN moments ago. Uh, so I can, uh, I, I need to figure out who this guy is. Uh, this so-called Republican strategist. Uh, and I'm looking back through a transcript, courtesy of uh, our pals over at Grabian, Rick Wilson. Let me make sure I got the right guy before before I rip into him. Let me make sure I got the right guy. Rick Wilson. Uh, Rick Wilson. Uh, Republican. That figures. Republican strategist. Make sure this. I I, I got to make sure I got. Yeah, that's him. Okay. Rick Wilson is an idiot. All right, Rick. You know what? Uh, our friends at dot com. Just for your consideration. Rick Wilson, Andrea Mitchell, and those who are navel gazing at the president's comments. Let me play something for you. You may or may not know. Now, you being a Republican and not a conservative, Mr. Mr. Wilson, this may seem like a foreign language to you. There's no argument over the choice between peace and war, but there's only one guaranteed way you can have peace, and you can have it in the next second. Surrender. Admittedly, there's a risk in any course we follow other than this, but every lesson of history tells us that the greater risk lies in appeasement. And that's precisely what we've been doing with North Korea. For the better part of two decades. That, that guy, Rick Wilson, had the temerity to say to Ben Ferguson, you're completely ignorant of the, uh, the Korean Peninsula. I think he's pretty much up to speed on everything we need to know about the reason why the North Koreans even have nuclear weaponry to begin with. Because of appeasement. Because of a man named William Jefferson Clinton who turned over billions of taxpayer dollars on the promise that North Korea would not develop nuclear weapons. And then didn't bother to check up on their progress. Bill Clinton, hey, look, this is a great deal for America. This is really a great deal. Uh, North Korea is going to dis, they're going to they're gonna, uh, freeze their nuclear program, then they're going to dismantle their program. It's, it's exactly what he said. I... Well, not exactly. It's my uh, my recollection of the words, but it's pretty close. In essence, it's what Clinton said in an address to the nation. I'm paraphrasing. And so then Clinton gives him billions and then just go and walks away. And what do they do? They sock the money away into their weapons program and they start developing nukes. Meanwhile, in the Bush administration, a few years later, 2006, boom. Nuclear test. They got a nuclear program. Bush doesn't do anything to rein it in. You know, Rick Wilson's kind of Republican, I suppose. And then Obama, Obama gets the hell out of the way, doesn't do a thing, knows about all the progress. And during the eight years of Obama, North Korea leapfrogs in technology, missile technology and miniaturization. And there here we are today. 
So what Rick Wilson is, uh, this, this bombastic language, bombastic language, you idiot. We, we needed this language 20, 25 years ago. But so many, so many cats like you. Oh, we, we can't, we can't do that. Reagan had an answer for you. And this is the specter our well-meaning liberal friends refuse to face, that their policy of accommodation is appeasement. And it gives no choice between peace and war, only between fight or surrender. If we continue to accommodate, continue to back and retreat, eventually we have to face the final demand, the ultimatum. And what then? Are we not there now? Kim Jong-un has nukes, folks, that he's fixing to fix atop an ICBM. Here comes the ultimatum, courtesy of the Rick Wilsons of the world, courtesy of the Andrea Mitchells of the world, the so-called smart people, the non-ignorant folks. Reagan spoke again. And someday... When the time comes to deliver the final ultimatum, our surrender will be voluntary because by that time, we will have been weakened from within spiritually, morally, and economically. He believes this because from our side, he's heard voices pleading for peace at any price or better read than dead. Isn't that what we heard today from Mr. Rick Wilson on CNN? Isn't that what we heard from Andrea Mitchell in this shameful press conference at the State Department? I haven't played it for you yet, so here's how it began. The secretary's call was, though, well after the fire and fury language. Senator McCain and others, Republicans and Democrats, Mm -hmm. have complained that it was, quote, bombastic in Senator Feinstein's view, not helpful, said Senator McCain, uh, that no other president, not Eisenhower, not Reagan, no other president that he knew of would have used such language. (laughs) So it's Trump's fault, you see. The fact that Clinton failed, Bush failed, and Obama failed, and it's now Trump's fault for using language that all those guys, uh, they all used the right language, didn't they, Andrea Mitchell? They all did the right thing, didn't they, Andrea Mitchell? Ronald Reagan never had to deal with North Korea. He was too busy defeating the Soviets. You dimwit. So it's, you guys see where the setup is here. Oh, well, if hostilities break out, it must have been Trump's bombast. What a, what a sick joke. The people like Rick Wilson and Andrea Mitchell are. And, oh, Diane Feinstein and the turncoat John McCain, oh, they're upset. You know what You know what Feinstein wants to do? She wants to do more of the same crap that got North Korea a nuke. Oh, we got to talk to him. Oh, really? You mean the last uh, over two decades, Diane Feinstein, they don't know what our position is? I got a great idea. Why don't we send Diane Feinstein over there? Maybe you can convince Kim Jong-un. Why don't we send your ass over there? I think that'd be great. As a matter of fact, we'll have John McCain escort you over there. I think that would be fantastic. And then you guys can convince Kim Jong-un to uh, do what, let's see, uh, Bush and Clinton and uh, Obama, well, Obama didn't even try, what they failed to do. I'm sure you guys can get it done. What a flipping joke. The Chris Salcedo Show will be right back. The Blaze Radio Network.
listening to the Latino conservative Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network. And the implication from all of the critics is that the president's language implied the use of nuclear force. Is that the way the secretary read it? What? What? Because we all know that fire only stems from nuclear weapons. Conventional weapons can't make fire. Ever hear napalm, sweetheart? You ever hear napalm? (laughs) What is she talking about? You ever hear the Moab? That made uh, things get quite hot, Andrea Mitchell, the mother of all bombs. What is this idiot talking about? Oh, Donald Trump, uh, 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 some people, the critics were saying uh, he, is that what he was saying yesterday when, when, when he was making his, his statement about, about fire? and North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury. Oh, that means that means he's going to he's going to deploy nuclear weapons. Isn't that right, Andrew Mitchell? <laughs> what? What an idiot! And, and you know what? I got, I've got to be. What really insults my intelligence the most about all of this is that Andrea Mitchell pretends to give a damn. This woman checked out on covering foreign policy for the last eight years. This is a foreign policy that allowed. North Korea to get the nuke in the first place. Not to mention her doting of the Clinton administration and Mr. Clinton's wife. It's it, it to see these people b- behaving irresponsibly and trying to craft a narrative that Trump is somehow responsible for the situation we find ourselves in. I'll tell you what Trump is. Thank God it's it's President Trump and not President Hillary. Right now, there'd be a deal. There'd already be diplomats over in North Korea uh, asking what we could give them. How many billions of dollars we could give them, and then they get to keep their nukes. Same damn deal that Obama gave Iran. Oh, what, what, what can we do? We just don't, uh, we, we don't want any conflict. Uh, uh, uh. What, how much of the American taxpayers' money can we give you, despot dictator? Oh, please, please, just don't make us do anything. If Obama was still president, he'd be lying to us. Let me be clear. Uh, North Korea is just a JV team. Let me be clear. <laughs> but they've got, sir, they've got nuclear weapons. Uh, just, just because you put a Lakers jersey on, uh, on uh, somebody doesn't mean that, uh, that makes a JV team a pro. Let me be clear. The reason why we find ourselves here, the the greatest advances made by North Korea were in the last eight years because Obama tuned out. Same thing he did with uh, ISIS. He irresponsibly pulls out of Iraq. And uh, the power vacuum is filled by ISIS. His his advisors are telling him, uh, Mr. President, this is a threat. What is he telling us? Oh, let me be clear. JV team. JV team. It's it's a sick joke. The Obama administration was a sick joke. And, well, it would be funny if we weren't, you know, staring down the barrel of a nuclear weapon. And did the secretary have any early warning from his earlier phone call 
that this was going to happen? Or did he only speak to the president in the aftermath? He spoke to the president after the fact, after the president uh, made his announcement. You know, uh, as people look at this and some consider uh, comments to have been alarming, uh, I would have to go back to this. Let's consider what is alarming. <laughs> That's Heather Nauert, formerly of Fox News. She's the State Department spokesperson. So what, she, what she's doing in her very kind and gentle way is saying, why all of you people with your heads up your rear ends are focusing on Donald Trump to make Donald Trump the story here to excuse the past failures of Democrat presidents like Obama and Clinton while you guys are trying to craft the narrative that it was it was uh, Donald Trump's bombast in his words that were responsible for a nuclear-armed Korea while you idiots are doing that? Let's focus on who is actually responsible. You know, the North Koreans are actually responsible for this. What is alarming to ICBM tests in less than a month, two nuclear tests that took place last year. As a matter of fact, when there's an earthquake in China, I get many emails and calls from all of you asking, was it another nuclear test? That is how big of a deal this is that what, what is going on. Let me let, let, me, let, just follow up let me finish. Okay, please. Uh, it is a big deal what is going on. It is a concern to the world, not just the United States. Those are alarming actions. They are provocative actions on the part of North Korea. My question is, given those provocations from North Korea, which has been belligerent in the extreme, uh, granted, stipulated. Oh, st- stipulated. Belligerent in the extreme, you know, developing a nuclear weapon and, and aiming it at the United States, creating videos of nuclear weapons going off in American cities. Oh, yes. Belligerent, Andrea Mitchell says. Do you notice she has more condemnation for the president of the United States than she does for the dictator, brutal dictator of North Korea? And we're supposed to take that channel and this woman seriously? Is it helpful or unhelpful for the president to use the kind of language that we have seen previously coming from Kim Jong-un, not from presidents of the United States? Oh, dear God. I think Reagan, when he stood up and called the Soviet Union an evil empire, pretty dang forceful, madam. Oh, and I, I can remember all of you liberal nutcases looking at your belly buttons and going, oh, he's going to start World War III. Doing the same damn thing back then, didn't you, sweetheart? By the way, did, did I, speaking of sweetheart, I, this is going to be a complete tangent. Did I hear Ashley Judd was called sweetheart by a guy at an airport and uh, she went off or maybe a suing? Did I hear that? Maybe um, our crack staff here, or our staff on crack, either one. <laughs> Can uh, look, look, look up Ashley Judd. See if she's made some, some headlines. I thought I heard that somewhere today, that Ashley Judd took exception with being called sweetheart. So back to Andrea Mitchell. Hey, sweetheart, you, you might want to go back and listen to Ronald Reagan a little bit as he forcefully stood up for the United States of America. And the comments he made back then about the evil empire, the Soviet Union. You all, you all caterwauled was going to drive the Soviets into a tizzy and start World War III. Same dang crap that we heard back then emanating from the mouth of Andrea Mitchell from this douchebag Rick Wilson on CNN and from John McCain and Dianne Feinstein. Is he exacerbating the, the president problem? spoke to him, to Kim Jong-un, 
in a language that Secretary Tillerson has said and said this morning in the kind of language that Kim Jong-un will understand. We would like to see results. The pressure campaign, we see that working. Uh, the international community is in agreement with the United States and many of our partners and allies on putting additional pressure on North Korea. Uh, the Secretary happens to be coming back from the ASEAN conference where they had tremendous success. It was a good week for diplomacy. I know you all want to obsess over statements and all of that and try to want to make a lot of uh, noise out of that, but what is important to keep in mind is that this diplomatic pressure at ASEAN at the meeting of the 10 Asian nations along with the United States came to a joint agreement and a joint statement and put out a very strong condemnation of North Korea. We are all singing from the same hymn book. A lot of us have reported on the success of that effort mm -hmm. at the UN and in ensuing days. Uh, the, yeah, the success of the UN or at the UN? By the United States and by the Trump administration, Andrea Mitchell. That doesn't take away from that question the lack of a national security interagency process in this instance with a presidential statement that has perhaps undercut the previous success. I, I don't know that I would agree with you on that. Okay, so uh, next question. So, that, so there, there's her, her premise, that by Donald Trump making his statement that he made yesterday about the North Korean threat. North Korea best not make any more threats to the United States. They will be met with fire and fury like the world has never seen. I, I had, you know what, it, it's, it's a travesty that I have to even educate Andrea Mitchell like this. So, sweetheart, listen up. Uh, the Trump administration has known, we have found out today, since December about the North Korean capability of miniaturization. That is why they have ramped up this pressure campaign that Heather Nauert uh, mentioned. And that's why they have been working diligently over these past few months, despite all of your distraction efforts, Russia, Russia, Russia. That's why they've been working so tirelessly to build up this pressure and how they managed to get a 15-0 vote at the UN. That was how they managed it. And they're continuing the pressure. That language the president used, I've, you know, that I've got to explain this to a nitwit like Andrea Mitchell. That language was not meant for Kim Jong-un. That language was meant for China. The so-called wild-eyed President Trump, the X Factor, the wild card, is playing to our benefit in a strategy, madam. Oh, make no, don't misunderstand. Uh, Donald Trump just may use force if he's pushed. And that's what he's signaling to North Korea. And don't think that the people in China aren't listening to the bombast. And then are going in turn over to Kim Jong-un and saying, this guy's freaking crazy. Your, your, whole, your whole communist existence is being around is subjugating and driving your people into the ground so they worship you like a god that's the, your whole reason for being right what happens if a whole bunch of nukes by the united states are lobbed over here and they make your nation a crater you're not going to have much around you won't be around what donald trump is is it really that hard to see andrea mitchell that donald trump is providing 
the I, I don't want to say it's it's as simple as good cop bad cop because there is a very real possibility that if if forced to the United States will take action because as I said at the top of the program North Korea under no circumstances will be allowed to have a nuclear weapon only an idiot and a moron would look the other way and allow North Korea to get a nuclear weapon. Which explains the M.O. of the Obama administration for the last eight years. But Donald Trump's bombast is giving diplomacy a chance to work. China. Oh, man, you don't don't look. This guy's crazy. I think he just may do it. He just may do it. Do you really want to take that chance? State Department. You know, my, my boss can get a little passionate sometime, but, you know, he, he talked to you in the language that you've been, you've been giving us. He talked to you right back. And all of these, all of these individuals, like Dianne Feinstein and John McCain, they're not, they're, their aim is not to help the United States. Their aim is to harm Donald Trump. And we all know that's the motivation. Oh, Andrea Mitchell, too. I'll be right back. Broadcasting with Latin flair. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Show. Conservative Talk Radio with Spice. Now let me assure you, ladies and gentlemen, that when Ronald Reagan was taking strong stands against the Soviet Union, the John McCain's of the world, the Diane Feinstein's of the world, the Rick Wilson's of the world, the Andrea Mitchell's of the world, were hemming and hawing and caterwauling and calling him a cowboy and saying that he was going to start World War III. And uh, this is nothing new. This speech had the left wing, both in the Republican Party and the Democrat Party, screeching. You know, I've always believed that old screw tape reserved his best efforts for those of you in the church. Uh, old screw tape is a, a reference to the devil for those of you uh, who are not familiar with that terminology. Uh the screw tape letters, I believe it's uh, in reference to. Yeah, screw tape is the devil, just so uh, you guys understand the reference. You know, I've always believed that old screw tape reserved his best efforts for those of you in the church. So in your discussions of the nuclear freeze proposals, I urge you to beware the temptation of pride, the temptation of blithely uh, declaring yourselves above it all and label both sides equally at fault. To ignore the facts of history and the aggressive impulses of an evil empire, to simply call the arms race a giant misunderstanding, and thereby remove yourself from the struggle between right and wrong and good and evil. And that's precisely what these ankle biters like John McCain and Diane Feinstein and this Rick Wilson character do. They sit back there and World War Three and you you cannot remove yourself 
from the discussions of what is between right and wrong. And that's what Reagan was trying to say. Now, he was talking about the Soviet Union. Here comes Donald Trump promising reprisal to those in North Korea should they continue to threaten our country. And I guarantee you, folks, the majority of the country is not with Andrea Mitchell or John McCain or Dianne Feinstein or Rick Wilson. They are standing behind their president, Donald Trump. Those aforementioned people might want to take some notes. You're listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network.